everybody. Welcome to today and welcome to Deaf Valley Girls podcast. I'm Bonnie and I talk to heroes about what excites them. We also talk about the mysteries of the universe. This week's hero is my friend Phil Perrone. Phil is the founder of Desert Days. Yes, that Desert Days, which is happening September 30th to October 2nd at Lake Paris. If you don't have your tickets yet, get them right now. This will not be a weekend you will want to miss. Not only is it Desert Days' 10th birthday, but the lineup alone will add 10 years of joy to your life, guaranteed. Now, please welcome to your head and heart, Phil Perrone. Okay. Okay. Hi. Hi, Bonnie. It's so good to see you. Thank you so much for coming to the podcast. I'm so happy to be here. I've been Uh, a a longtime listener, (laughs) watcher. Well, both, I guess. Uh, first time, first time calling in. Oh, cool. First time calling. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, well, this is the first one I've done, I think, in like, I mean, I time, I don't know, but I feel it feels like a few years, but I think it's been three months. So thanks for, um, Same thing. yeah, thanks for helping me out. If I, uh, uh, space out, I just start looking at the walls, be like, Bonnie, I'll just space out too. Oh, okay, oh, cool. <laughs> Cool. Well, I wanted to start out um, by just uh, explaining that this is a heroes podcast and I uh, come and bring I come and bring on heroes uh, to talk to them about um, what makes them excited, because I kind of feel like everyone's a hero if you talk to them about what excites them. Um, I love that. Yeah. And I feel like specifically to you, um, my uh your hero ship, my hero ship for you started a very long time ago. Um, when I was just like, we were like a baby band and we were like, we want to play moon block party, but Aww. there's no way that's going to be possible. Yeah. Right. And, you know, just like <laughs> being like, that's the goal. And then like desert days was like a huge, huge, huge goal. And then like seeing everybody kill it on space agency. And I'm a huge fan of, Juju and I'm a huge fan oh, of Julie um, since high school. Uh, and a huge fan of yours. That's crazy. And you know, now um a huge fan of uh Mira, and uh I'm sure I'll be a huge fan of Zumi once I get to uh, meet her. But I'm a huge um fan of those two, yeah. Yeah, it's just so cool to like, you know, just um be to get to talk to you because we never get to like just uh, talk about how you became my hero that much and oh. um and yeah it's just like desert days means obviously a lot to me and a lot of people but um I think a big thing that it has in common with what what we try to do and I read I've read some articles about you and and something that keeps coming up is that there's a mission um it's not which I think people don't realize when they're when it's when it seems like it's under the umbrella of entertainment, but it's not entertainment. There's a mission, and I would really like to start off by talking about that, if that's okay. I love talking about that. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> Talk about it. Okay. All right. Yeah. Okay, I'll start us off. Well, you know, um, live music has been this like, you know, to say it's a part of my life is like just kind of barely scratching the surface, you know. I was like 12 years old. Um, My mom had a friend who had older kids. So I was the young kid in the group. I was the baby. So I was like 
the the seventh grader that the ninth graders got drunk for the first time that cool. took to <laughs> the punk rock show for the first time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I did all the things with them and I was always sort of like living vicariously through them. Like I was always too young. Although yeah. like in a while they give me a beer or they'd like let me jam or whatever it was. Right. And they were all in a band and like three or four friend groups in our junior high and high school were all in bands and every weekend there was a party and there was a band and that was just like ingrained in my yeah. life so early, you know? And then I started playing in a band at age 13, started touring at age 15. Crazy. So I was just like a kid and uh, like turning into a professional, like on tour all the time was like signed to Columbia by the time I was 18 <clears throat> and I was, it was doing well. And, you know, festivals, uh were the my favorite thing about touring oh okay i loved waking up at festivals and um so i don't know around the end of that band i was around 21 years old and i sort of made a transition from that group into another group that i formed and then along with that we did a label and we got this distribution deal and we signed a bunch of bands that we were friends with and really believed in and we recorded their records and that all kind of fell apart. Um, we didn't sell any records. Okay. It was 2006, 2007. So okay. when like nobody had it figured out yet. Yeah, 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 totally. Like people just weren't buying music anymore, but we didn't figure out how to like, <laughs> how to like respond to that, you know? Yeah, well, music, music. Much later, you know? Yeah, totally. I mean, I think more than anything else, music, how to sell it, how to be in this job changes like weekly. It's just, I mean... You, yeah. you know, it's it's a you have to be creative in in business to be able to do this, which is. Yeah. Uh, and also like um, a futurist to just I like, know. you know, but and like, a, like a like an like a personality, you know, yeah. like like there's all these people that have all these skits on Instagram and like, you know, the ones that are really, really good. I really admire them. But at the same time, I'm like, wow, they have to go through so much, you know? Yeah. Like, it's yeah. not just like, I made this song that really means a lot to me. Maybe it means a lot to you too. And like people listen to it and that's enough. Yeah. Kind of not enough, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's tricky. <laughs> so long story short, uh, I just been ingrained in live music for so long. It was more than like something I did. It was my identity. It was who yeah. I was. It was what I got up in the morning for, you know? It was like to go play shows, to be with my friends, to like play our bands playing with our friends bands and like yeah. seeing them and that whole culture. Right. So, um, so around the end of that label, we started putting on outdoor shows and it just immediately clicked. Like it was just something that we had to do, you know? Yeah. And that sort of led to the first moon block party in Pomona, which was literally a block party. And there was like six of us. And I think like four out of those six are still on the team today. Cool. Um, and we just pulled it off. And something about pulling something that massive off with your best friends, it's not only akin to being in a band in a way, yeah. it's just really rewarding, really fulfilling, really bonding with these people. So yeah. it just became clear that that was like, this is what we're doing with our lives. And if by doing this, and putting so much love into it and loving each other so much and the thing that it is so much, maybe people will feel that love, you know, not like it was a master plan, but like somewhere <laughs> subconscious, we were trying to do that, I think. Yeah. And then people responded to it, which 
it's funny because, you know, when you're doing something like Desert Days that means what it means to people, which means so much to us, by the way, it's kind of a thing that happens on its own. It, it, it does, you don't plan it, you know, yeah. you don't, this is our bullet point checklist of what we yeah. have to do to accomplish <laughs> our goal. It's not like that. It just becomes this thing. And then you yeah. respond to what that thing is. So we're just like public servants for the thing now. Yeah. Right? So, so it's 10 years in. And apparently it, it, it's this profound experience for people. So what do we have to do to make sure it stays that, you know, that's I mean? so cool. Yeah, yeah. no, I, I can understand that. Cause it, just on this last tour or someone like singing along to the lyrics, it's like, wait, you know, our band yeah. and they're like, yeah, we're here to see your show. And it's like, Oh, I, I forgot about that part. Like I was just doing, you know, just providing the service, but it's like, yeah, you know, us, I get it now. And it's, that's really cool to create that because I feel like um, most people don't get to go on tour and that experience of having like these people and this time and um, looking forward to it. It's like, a you know, some people have vacations, but most kids don't, you know, and it's just like the festival is such an important thing for people. And I'm a huge fan of your festival, obviously, but it's it's just um I guess it's yeah, it, 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 it's I get that there isn't that big goal of it being like a religious experience or implicitly that way, but it is. And it's so cool. Um, and yeah, as I that that's really cool how you got to it, because I didn't experience a lot of like entertainment as a kid. It just didn't I didn't even think about it. it didn't that wasn't something like my family did it was like go do things for entertainment um, well, you're, yeah, I mean, not to, not, you know, I've always sort of related to, to you and your family, even though I've never met most of them. Yeah. You guys have had to work so hard, you yeah. know, <laughs> like to do the thing that your family did, like that takes so much hard work and there's not a lot of things out there that are akin to putting on a festival, but running a restaurant, like yeah. being in the food industry certainly is. So I've always kind of, I've always had a level of respect for you and your family. Oh, I totally understand where you're coming from when you're like, yeah, entertainment was not a thing we like did. We worked, you know? Yeah. I mean, there was, because of the restaurant, they would, the way they entertain or the way they treat themselves was like to try a hole in the wall restaurant or a place, you know, it was all about eating and stuff like that, but yeah. it never, like it didn't, um, music and art and stuff like that wasn't really how you spend your time which is really cool that like just to learn that you went to festivals uh, and played them you know and that's how you realize like that's the shit because I, I I loved festivals when I was like 13 but I only went to a few and then I just like you know didn't get to until we played them so I'm always yeah. curious like festival people or people and I also <laughs> thought this during COVID was like Everyone was like, oh, my God, this must be so hard for you to not play. And I was like, it must be so hard for you. Your life was going out and seeing shows. That is like just as much of your identity as it is mine. And like, it's just cool that you provide the service for the people that need it. Um, and yeah, and so successfully and for so long. And I guess is this 10? What year is this? 10. 10. Congratulations. Yeah, yeah this. Wow is epic do you want to talk about uh that at all like who's playing and what sure how the heck you 
dream of and de- like because also to me my nightmare is logistics like i'm a in the oh. day i'm at person i can't think about the future or the past so yeah can you talk about that yeah um so this year we have tim and paula coming back uh doing lonerism in full which is very exciting uh iggy pop king gizzard and a ton other a ton of other bands um, yeah i'm really excited about uh, Kigakumoyo's last uh, festival play in North America, so Cortex, cool. who are just amazing and never been to the United States. Um, our buddy Ty Segal is going to play with his Fuzz project. Um, we love Ty. He plays every other year or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, there's a lot of bands like that. Your band's kind of like that, you know. Um, there's, you know, bands that are part of the fabric of Desert Days, you know. And yeah. Death Valley Girls are that and <laughs> Ellie Rich are that and uh, there are so many bands and um, I'm really excited for Aldous Harding and Sleaford Muds and yeah so many I mean, it's, yeah the lineup is Harder. insane I can sit here for a half an hour and talk I know it. yeah no I think we also I was I meant to take a picture of it but uh, it didn't but there was a Desert Days poster in Kentucky I don't know if you oh. know that uh, no. <laughs> I don't know I don't know how widespread it is but I was like wait what oh my god that's crazy I don't know I don't know uh, how it, it was like there. in a store. What's that? I don't know how it got there. That's scary. Oh, well, maybe the master elves are working their uh, magic. But and also <laughs> also like one thing that really um, is amazing to me is like seeing you play um, and at the festival and just seeing like everyone's just like it's just like a, it reminds my first concert was uh jerry garcia band when i was like i don't know like nine or ten or something oh my god that's amazing yeah and there was something that happened there that obviously is like very unique uh and i will never forget because you know everyone like wanted to include me even though i was like so young and everything and i feel like when you play it's like it's all inclusive in this way where mm-hmm. like your happiness is is in equal exchange with everyone else's happiness which is like uh just so cool to watch and it's just like yeah it's like a celebration of everything but also you're playing which i think is super cool you like channel all the feelings of the weekend are you do are you gonna play the last day again yeah we're gonna do the closing okay cool yeah yeah that's awesome i mean in the early days it was really crazy i mean when i played (laughs) <laughs> I was like exercising demons because yeah. it was like so much work and we were so shorthanded and we had no budget and we we're going to lose money. We knew we were going to lose money going into the weekend. It's just like, here we go. You know, yeah. like got to pull this off somehow, you know, and everything would go wrong in those early days. So by the time I get on stage, my head would just be, you know, yeah, you know, and I like some, I remember some of those years I like forgot my walkie talkie was still on. I, remember, like, <laughs> yeah. I like took a call on stage like like big mama you know blah 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 blah, and the whole crowd was like yeah you know yeah and, yeah yeah and, that's funny but like the last few years you know thankfully as the thing has grown obviously we have more staff and the people on the staff are pros and they know what they're doing so yeah my hair is less on fire these yeah days. yeah yeah but it's still very much a celebration because you know takes 12 months to plan it i'm behind my laptop for 12 months yeah and it's just nice not to be behind your laptop for 40 minutes you know yeah totally well i think that that's something also that's like um 
the amount of work and everything that goes into it is like not something I, I don't understand anything like I'm not like a digital artist in any way, but I have been on tour with people that are doing the art for Desert Days so much. And it's just like the amount of like joy that happens when it's like those you know just like that's like once it gets done and all the deadlines are gone and it's just the thing it's just so cool like um you don't feel any you know like it's so hard so many festivals we play and I won't name any names but like it's just like it feels like a police state or it feels unsafe or there's so yeah, many a refugee different camp. That's what I call them. A refugee camp. It's yeah. A, it's a mobile stage in a parking lot with a porter potty. And you're like, no. Yeah. 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 There's <laughs> just so many different things to go into. And I remember talking, I think to you and Julie at uh, like the one in, I don't remember, but like 2016 or something where it was like, you're just like, yeah, we just wanted to make it like a festival we'd want to go to. And I was like, Whoa. You're like, crazy. Oh, that, that makes sense. That makes yeah. Sense. So crazy at my work. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, totally. Well, it's so cool. I feel like that's that's what you did. And I yeah, I feel like it's um it's just really amazing. And it's a it's such a it's such a hard job. And it's like, yeah, most people don't, you know, people some kids go to camp or do whatever, but just the experience of being a family with someone for like an a weekend of joy is like a really special thing and um you know and yeah so it takes you a year like so Mm -hmm. when it's it's coming up in like three weeks four weeks we move in next week what (laughs) yeah we start building we start building next week oh god okay yeah Um, it's it's all yeah it's like okay i did (laughs) not okay i'm not with reality right now but okay so you move you start doing it next week and then how soon, sorry, uh, not, you don't have to think about it, but how soon after you're wrapped up, do you start thinking about next year or are you already thinking about next year? Already working on it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. It so, overlaps. Yeah. <laughs> friends. No, it's it, but you know, dude, I'm so, um, you know, it's funny. I'm having so I'm very emotional this year. Not like I'm a, I'm about to cry emotional. It's just <laughs> like um, very happy. Like I'm happier and more excited than I've ever been. Yeah. I, I don't just mean that. I don't. I don't. I'm not just saying that. I, yeah. Um, like it's kind of come. So there's a lot of people that have worked on the show for a very long time that are like that have gone from like basically donating their time while working another job yeah to working this full time so like that is so special to me yeah and there's like four or five people at the core now that are working virtually for full time on it that i just i just love the little team that we have and i love yeah. the, the the extended team as uh, so much and uh so i'm just in this place where i'm really like grateful that the festival can be this like magnet for really creative cool technical crafty like you know yeah Um, who work in like site ops or artist relations or camping or parking or whatever it is and it's this one you know big organism and it's just really fun to be a part of a big team like that you know so you made it congratulations we made this thing you know it's so cool exciting yeah is there um 
I guess. Is there. Okay, well, let's just talk about this. Have because you were in the desert for a while and you're above a lake um, and you're not above a lake. I'm sorry. You're sometimes sometimes we find ourselves above right above the lake. <laughs> yeah. Um, have you ever ha- like what's the most paranormal or supernatural thing that's happened? Uh, if you don't mind sharing it. Yeah, I'm trying to think. It's probably not Lake Paris. It was probably Joshua Tree. Yeah. I'm trying to think. Um, you know, there was that year where we had the full moon um, and Black Angels were paying Passover. Yeah. The full moon was just coming up over the thing. I, you know, it definitely wasn't like UFO or, or, or anything like that, but it was definitely uh, a wild energy in the air. Yeah. That day. And you know, people say this or that about um, energy vortexes and things of that nature. Yeah. Um, apparently, the Institute of Mental Physics is built upon like these aquifers that are, you know, crisscrossing. And there's um, like Ding LeMay who built it there with uh, with Frank Lloyd Wright and Lloyd Wright. Uh, they used sacred geometry to build the place and everything was sort of supposed to be like, you know, in yeah. the flow. And I don't know, you know, you can take or leave that stuff um, to whatever extent you want. But if you go to the Institute of Mental Physics on a full new, full moon, yeah, Saturday night when Black Angels are playing Passover, you can feel it. Yeah, for <laughs> you sure. You can feel something. Yeah, no, for sure. I remember, I mean, I, uh, and of course, this is just a joke, but I was, when I was there, I was like, I think there's ecstasy in the water. Like, I think there's MDMA, something. Sorry, the that's dogs. what it feels like. It, it is like, I'm, it's like electric. It's, it's something special is happening. Uh, Absolutely. I, yeah. Um, and you know what? I will say, I take it back. That happens at Lake Paris too. It absolutely happens. And it's not a full moon thing. It's not an underground aquifer vortices thing. It is a desert days thing. It's the people at desert days. Like the people who come to desert days are so rad that it does feel like there's Molly in the water. It's just everyone is stoked, you know, everyone is, it is the vacation. Like, so, so Juju, the band Juju, uh, everyone in the band is, 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 you know, no stranger to festivals and they've been around the block. And, uh, and it, you know, going back to how much work it is and how you get into like the tunnel vision of like, oh, it's work, it's work. You know, you don't think about how rad it is and what it means to people. Hello, doggy. Hi, sorry. <laughs> oh, but, you know, the other day yeah. at practice, Ian, our guitar player, he goes, well, it's the best party of the year, man. And, I, and it's <laughs> like, oh, it is. It is the best party of the year. And we all go to it and we all we're all invited to the birthday party, you know? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Like, it's always kind of a birthday party, but this year it is so much a birthday party. Like it's our 10 year birthday party. Yeah. You turn 10 once. Like that's true. <laughs> that joy when you turn 10, like that's what it is. Like everyone, oh, it's your 10th anniversary. No, it's our 10th birthday. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anniversary is so specific and like, oh, it's our anniversary. We'll go. Yeah. <laughs> we'll have wine, you know? No, yeah. it's our birthday party. We're going to eat cake. We're going to wear yeah. weird hats. We're going to party our asses off. We're going to dance cool. and drop. You know what I mean? Like, it's going to be like a pizza party where you're like, you fall asleep on the couch, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, for sure. Well, it's just an interesting thing because it's like, yeah, I guess just not festivals, 
just being something that I'm used to as playing and not like going to as a kid or whatever. It's like everywhere we've gone on the last on tour, the last like three or four months is like, you know, all all over Europe, like people are going to fly to this. They save up money or whatever, and they go to this thing every year because that's their tradition. And it's like, that's sick. You know, that's so cool. Like, there wasn't that before and now there is and it's in California so that's probably doing something good for the state you know they should probably give you an award or something like getting all these extra people in is probably good for something you know like it's it's just like you're giving people yeah a place to meet up because before it was like I guess that would happen at like South by Southwest or something that was like the only place where it was like oh all your friends meet up and that's a wonderful place and a wonderful experience, but it's, it's not the same thing as like somewhere to go to enjoy yourself. Um, like there, it's just all bands or whatever, but you like invented a place where everyone goes and enjoys themselves. And like some of them get to play, but then they just get to enjoy themselves the rest of the week. And, and it's like, yeah, it's really, really, really amazing. And um, I'm, I'm, I'm happy that you did it and someone cool with good heart um and all that stuff thanks um, yeah thank us, you, you know, julie and i love you and we love the death of the <laughs> girls and we love larry and <laughs> we love love you guys so so much and uh we love kelsey and it's it's just a really like it's a really special thing like you know i've always kind of um uh been amazed by um how lucky i've been in life with friendship like um, so many of my friends from childhood uh, either work on Desert Days or come to Desert Days every year. Yeah, that's you know? awesome. And then that sort of like familial like thing is extended to moving to LA and meeting Julie and meeting you guys. And like, you got to come over to the new house, by the way. Yes, and, I want yeah, to. <laughs> and and it's just, it's it's such a great thing to have this place now. And, and you know, we have people come over and, and they have kids and our kids are like running around the yard together and they all go to desert days. It's like, yeah. desert days, <clears throat> like you said earlier, it's not like entertainment. It's like part of our lives, you know, it's like, yeah, it's, it's part of the fabric of our community, you know, well, and, it's like a holiday. It's like, Oh, yeah. like there's no holidays in the summer really, or in the, I guess it's the fall, but yeah. no, it's a summer, right? Well, yeah, it's always summer in California, right? Yeah. Well, anyways, it's a holiday. It's just like that. You got to celebrate desert days, the the day. Um, but the uh, what's the I forgot her name now. Right. I forgot her name. The levitation baby. Um, she's like about Mira's age. Um, uh, the um, sorry, I shouldn't forget her name but she's a super super sweet kid and she's I think her and Mira like in a few years should have a panel at uh, like go from levitation to desert days and have a panel talking about what it's like to grow up in the festival community because they're both like very interesting and well-spoken humans um I just want to throw that out there I think it would be a, a real or some sort of like uh I don't know if they've met, but they, they, I think they'd be friends. <laughs> I think so too. I mean, Mira has been on tour her almost her uh, 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 entire adult life. <laughs> um, she's in school now. She's. Oh yeah. yeah. 
but yeah, I mean, she learned how to walk on tour with uh, Deep Valley, BRMC, and Death from Above. While Julie, I think while Julie was on stage, one of the dudes in BRMC was like walking down a hallway with her and then like let go. <laughs> and she was like, <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's crazy. So, yeah, pretty wild. Um, you know, she had a pretty unusual childhood. Um, but yeah, she's uh, she's like, you know, very smart, very well spoken. And uh, one day, I mean, who knows? Maybe one day she'll be like uh, Emily Eves of um, of Glastonbury taking over for her dad. Oh, yeah. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. yeah. I'm excited to see what Mira's going to do. She's a magical woman or magical kid. She's yeah. so, so funny. Tell her hi later. Well, you know, she has uh, you and Kelsey to thank for uh, <laughs> some of her stees. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Definitely, uh, definitely Kelsey for sure. Um, but yeah, I guess, uh, and I don't know if you, this is something I, I was just curious about just because this is a sort of um, paranormal supernatural thing, but, and if you don't want to talk about it, just be like, I don't want to talk about it. I'd love to talk about that. <laughs> uh, but you, I, I read that you were in a car accident. Um, mm. I'm sorry. Is that okay to it's okay. Yeah, yeah. I haven't talked about it in a long time, but it's, yeah, uh, I'm just um and you were in a coma. Um, yeah. I'm so sorry. Um, I guess I just uh as a person that's interested in like altered states, I guess I just was curious a few things if you uh remember the coma, anything about it, or um if you if you don't mind just talking about that just because I'm just curious about consciousness, you know. Yeah, I anything. don't mind at all. Uh I'm also very curious about consciousness, so I'm happy to dive in. So I don't remember much other than um at one point I did wake up and uh and then they put me back under. Okay. Uh, and I'm sorry. I, that's okay. Um I'm okay. Uh and I think my first like thought or, or, or whatever was worry. Yeah. You know, I woke up and my first initial thought was, um, uh, did I hurt somebody? Uh, that was my first, very, very first thought. Yeah. Everybody. And uh, they told me, no, no, you're the only person in the, in the accident. You're okay. And they said, am I in jail? <laughs> that was the second question. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, no, you're not you're fine and then i saw my aunt who i'm Whoa. like i love my aunt but like not who i expected to see right no. wow okay she's like in my life she's not like this stranger but like right. we're not like no offense aunt sandy but we're, no. we're we're not like calling each other you know what i mean like yeah we love each other don't get me wrong <laughs> you know we're fine you know yeah uh, but uh but not the person i expect to see it was strange and then i saw my dad um and then i went back under so okay. it was very quick and uh, I think like my manager was there, like my manager at the time. I was in a band that was yeah. like in the the like band that was going all the time. I think, I think he was there. Sorry, so aggressive. Like <laughs> like the phone rings. Why does the computer have to ring too? I never. I understood. don't know. I gotta turn that off. <laughs> um, so yeah, I I I don't remember being under. Okay. Yeah, I remember being in the bed. I don't remember yeah. being there. Okay. And then um and then when I finally came out of it, I think I was under for about 2 weeks. Wow. 
Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. And um, they had to do some surgeries and stuff. So I'm sorry. It's all right. It was just easier to keep me in yeah. than, than, than the other way. Um, then I stayed in the hospital. Sorry. I, the, the, the time, the chronological, the, so the sort of span is a little fuzzy. So yeah. I'm in the coma for a week and then in the hospital for two weeks or down for two weeks and then in the hospital for a week. I, I just know that the total duration of the stay was really quick. Yeah. They sent me home really quick. Yeah. Um, but I did have uh, a, a massive epiphany after that. Okay. You know, I quit, I quit that band that I was yeah. in for like eight years and, mm-hmm. uh, and it was my main source of income. I mean, I was like 21 years old and I had been taking care of myself since I was 17, you know, yeah. my dad was like, are you, are you sure you want to quit? Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, you pay your rent with this, you know? And, yeah. uh, and, uh, so I quit and, um, I just, I just had to not do that anymore. Yeah. That's when we started the new group and the label and that eventually led to the outdoor shows. So <clears throat> in some weird fucked up way, it's like, a, it was a, it was a blessing because I wouldn't be talking to you right now about right. what we're talking about. If, if yeah. I didn't do that, so. Do you feel like, I'm sorry, uh, you can totally be like, you're being a weirdo, but do you feel no. like, uh, do you feel like the epiphany was something that was like sent to you? Or just like something that just cleared up for you? It, I feel like it just cleared up because okay. um, I had been sort of thinking about it for a while. And yeah. then the whole experience, not to be cliche, but was like, time's pretty darn limited here. You right. Know? Okay. Like, and let's, let's go. Let's go. You know, no wasting time. You know? Yeah. I've been, I always wanted to ask you about that. Um, just, uh, yeah, just, just, I think it's so weird that most people don't have the, uh, reality of reality and time unless something happens, which is so strange. I don't know if that's um, some sort of evolution thing to keep us happy. I don't know. But so I'm just I love, you know, I love a turnaround story. I love an epiphany. So thanks for sharing that. <laughs> love a good um, epiphany. <laughs> yeah, I love it. I live for it. That's like yeah. uh, induced or not. That's my favorite. Um, so well, yeah. thank you for sharing that. And I guess, yeah, is there anything else you want to say to the uh, to any type of entity, people or otherwise? Uh, just thank you. Um, thank you for, you know, kind of, uh, you know, having things work out the way they should. I'm just kind of following. I'm going with the flow as much as I can, trying to channel where I can and also respond where I can and also just kind of be a pastor where I can. So I just want to send thanks out there to whoever is uh, pushing flow my way. <laughs> I'm doing the best I can with it. <laughs> and oh, uh, and also thank you, Bonnie, for, for coming into our flow and being part of our flow and uh, letting us be a part of yours. And um, yeah, I'm really looking forward to seeing you guys out there and yeah, I mean, you know, besides getting in car accidents, going through COVID, which we all went through, yeah, um, really did kind of uh, put things in perspective. Not to be cheesy again, but like, no, playing in San Francisco the other night. Yeah, was talk about so that. Joyful, you know. It yeah. was so like, you know, I heard overheard Sade talking about. It. I hope she doesn't mind, but like, <laughs> she was like, "Oh, it really helped me appreciate being on the road again." You know. Yeah. Yeah, not to be like cliche, but it really does like, you know, just a little that little bit of time off made 
you know, because I'm sure you went through it. We all kind of went through it like, uh oh, <laughs> are, are, are we ever going to get to do it again, like legally and safely? You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, totally. <clears throat> I feel I, I, um, I'm happy that you got to do that. And that's such a fun show. And the chapel is such a great way to start. I know, it. they take such good care of you. It's great. Yeah. I feel yeah. like we went on a like small tour in um like last year and I just wasn't ready. I hadn't gone out at all. So to like just go out on tour, it was like I got myself fried. And I I every fear receptor in my body was fried. So it was kind of like um exposure therapy so when I came back I was like I'm not afraid of anything anymore like I am done and I on that tour I I stopped drinking uh because I I guess I'm allergic to it which sucks because alcohol is so fun and so easy you just take like a couple sips and you feel way better but so I don't have that fun game anymore but so I was like having a real hard time and I didn't understand what we were doing like I was like what are we doing up here like what am I doing? I felt like a puppet and it just seemed so weird. And I didn't know if it was right. And then finally I was like, after seeing, and also what your festival does too, is after seeing all these different kinds of people, all these people that had been at home, not being able to be themselves for like two years, finding their identity, finding their gender, their sexuality, finding all these different things out about themselves and then getting to play and give them like a safe place to like, be and dress up and like just try out their new selves was just like I was like oh fucking yeah this is why we do it it's not for us it's not for me to like play electric guitar because I was really confused by the guitar I was like what is this it is so (laughs) funny like looking you know but it was like oh these people need a place to be themselves and like it's not about us needing a place to be ourselves it's about us creating a place for people to be themselves and just have fun and like love that. Um, so I'm it's glad that point. you, yeah, glad that you got to experience that because yeah, it felt definitely really weird and strange. And I was like, I don't know why. I was like, we're like our job is to make drunk people more drunk. Like I don't, I did you know? I was like, but it's like, yeah, if that's what they want. But at first, I was like, I don't understand what I'm doing up here. Like um you know what I mean and so it's cool now that I'm like I remember our mission our reason our purpose like why we're on earth it's like I'm yeah so grateful again and just like it's the most important thing in the world is to give especially those young people that have been can you imagine being locked in at like 15 16 like just figuring out a whole bunch of stuff and then mm-hmm. like they need desert days they need mm-hmm. a place to like you know, put on their specific clothing that they have been like fantasizing about and go there and like party or not, obviously, if yeah. they're young or party, but um, right. safely right. and responsibly. But yeah, and and be in nature, which is so good for you. Yes. Um, so thank you. You're doing um, the universe's work for all of us and happy 10 year birthday. Thank you. Yeehaw. Yeah, um, and I will attach all the links or whatever. Um, so thank you, um, and I will see you soon. Yes, very soon. Thank you, Bonnie. Thank you for being here. Bye. Bye, everyone. See you later. <laughs> <laughs>